My name is Sally Baker and this is the latest episode of On the Sofa with therapist Sally Baker talking exclusively now about Love Island. So Love Island last night went very tribal. For the girls it was very clear that delineation was between us like the resident girls and the newbies. Interestingly the new girls are just as predatory as the boys and there's been no mention of a girl code yet. They see this as completely and utterly just a game. And as far as they're concerned, all of the boys are up for grabs. Not that the boys themselves were reluctant. Tommy seems to have fallen for the new ring or grid girl, Moira, um, not long after saying to Molly May that he can see a future for them on the outside. That kind of holy grail statement, that holy grail kind of assumption he could see a future for them on the outside has now been kind of thwarted because Love Island is designed to keep mixing it up and keeping everyone on their toes and keeping everyone on their back foot so no one knows what's going to happen yet or next. Um, before all the new girl drama started, Amy had a bit of a spat with Lucy over something and nothing which caused tears all round over just a simple misunderstanding. And it seems as though, even though everything in the villa looks very relaxed and chilled, emotions are actually running quite high. They're just under the surface and they're just, there's a lot of anxiety there. There's a lot of people who are trying to feel their way and feeling not very safe. So that was an indication of the level of, of attention and anxiety, I think. In the end, Amy said that she'd just do an Elsa and let it go, but not before expressing some frustration at what so far she's considered to be her perfect Curtis, saying now that his inspirational words are really designed to placate her and to calm her down, but they seem to be just winding her up more. Sometimes Curtis's ability to provide Yoda-type insights on everything gets in his way of just listening. So he wants people to be logical and to behave logically. That's, that's his thing. So when Amy goes off on one of her kind of catastrophic flights of fantasy or um, latches onto a really small inconsequential detail, he doesn't indulge her in it. He doesn't allow her just to say what she needs to say and for him to listen in silence. He wants to fix or he wants to get her back into a, a higher state of thinking. Sometimes you just need to be left with your stuff and take your own time to process it. Um, so I think that's where her frustration with him is coming from. Lucy showed some of her metal, which is unusual for her really, uh, a bit of more of her backbone when she bit back at Amy by reminding Amy in a kind of like, what do you know sort of way by saying, well, Amy, you've never had a boyfriend, sort of. The inference being, well, you don't know anything about anything. Um, Lucy also said to camera in the beach hut that she was there to find a boyfriend, and that was exactly what she was going to do, and she wasn't going to um, be tempted by any other kind of displacement activity. So now back to the new girls, uh, Maura and Alma. 
Even cool as a cucumber, Amber said that she was bothered at the thought of new girls coming into the villa. So bothered that she said it several times. It's true that the timing for Amber is really tough as having let go of that hard outer shell of hers and she's just opened herself up to Michael and really kind of admitted how much she likes him. Then this, these new girls have been thrown into the mix and there's no guarantee now of how this is all going to work out. Anton <laughs> never ceases to surprise. Anton, when he heard about the new girls coming in, said, his prayers had been answered. <sighs> that firmly shows his play for Anna was just that. It was just a play because there wasn't any alternatives for him that he could pitch to. Um, what was hilarious last night was Tommy and his monobrow in advance of that date with the new girls and him asking Molly May to pluck his monobrow and tidying him up. And, she, and Molly May refusing refusing like why would she why would she make him look even more attractive for strange new women that are coming in so molly may's prophecy that the new girls could be her that's what she said to tommy look these new girls could be me and then more and then kind of more than me um seems to have come true when she said it to Tommy, he thought the idea was ridiculous and say, you're having a laugh, you're having a laugh. Like, who could be more amazing than you already are, Molly May? And it didn't take long for him to say his head is being turned and for him to be really taken by Maura. So the new girls coming into the, village, into the villa has shaken up the resident girls. The boys were all up and hyper excited about meeting new girls. And it feels like um, anything could happen now. I think the girls, they really had a collective sense of dread about the new girls coming in to the villa and into the picture. And it's as if their sense of dread is actually bigger than the reality of what's going on in the, in the programme. I think it's triggering into a whole heap of memories, collective memories of all of them of when they've been let down by, by men in the past. So there does seem to be a collective sense of dread coming from them. The next show will have the girls, the new girls, choosing who they want to couple up with. And even though the girls are the ones choosing, the power seems to have shifted very much into the boys' camp now. And... For us women, it can make some uncomfortable viewing. There's going to be disappointment, harsh words, anger, and a lot of hurt over this, whoever Maura and Elma do actually choose. So watch out for the next episode here. See what, see what happens next in the always, always changing, always interesting Love Island. See you next time, and thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you.